welcome to the Dog Probably Podcast. And welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am DJ Marcus. And you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. And I'm never alone. I'm with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Hi, people. Oh, man, Joey, we have our guest host back in the building. Her head is bald-ish. Got a little bit of hair there. Like a landing strip. <laughs> Candace August, welcome back to the show. I'm trying to angle the camera so you can't see those clothes on a dress that in full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, we got special guests this week, Joey. We do. I guess he's back in the building to hang out with us one more time. It's Chip Jones. Chip, welcome back oh, to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Of course, man. Of course. Uh, Joey, it's been a week, my friend. I've had ups, I've had downs, mm. I've had all arounds. It's been a week, man. It's been a long goddamn week. I, I am. Wait, wait, wait. All, all arounds, isn't that a porn? Isn't that a prostitute thing? I want the all around, isn't that the. Well, Sometimes depends. Depends on what you want to pay for. Is that seventy-five bucks for the all-around nowadays? That's that's the reach around, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're one of those. It'd be the end of a good. (laughs) Is it all around or reach around with both hands? Uh, It's too long. Around the world? Is it around the world? Is that what? (laughs) That would that would be it around the world. (laughs) Oh man, oh man, but yeah, man, Joey, it's been it's been a long week, man. Uh, we had a. a good show last week with our special guest last week. Yes, we did. Who was on last week? <laughs> I was stalling because it's I was big. I I I know it was Anwar, uh-huh. but like it felt so long. <laughs> it felt like a long that, time. Ago. I, I had to remind. I was like, that seems like it was forever ago. That can't be right. <laughs> No, uh, Anwar Fikri was on with us last week. He was, yeah. uh, he did it. He was an absolutely awesome guest. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. And he will be joining us on a comedy show near me show at the end of September. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and he also has, hey, wait, wait, is, isn't it, isn't it podcast etiquette not to talk of the, uh, the great guy that came on before your host tonight? Isn't that- I wasn't going to, but I got yelled at. <laughs> so, I got looked at sternly <laughs> for okay. not for not mentioning it. So that, that that well, don't blame me. The look was the look for me was more or less going. I forgot who it was. Um, so hey, Joey, dig me out that hole I just dug myself in. Right, it, right. it happens that way. I, I, the yeah. podcast works in in, in duality. Uh, if my life is going sideways, I look to Joey. Jimmy. And I look at well, you know, the same I look at him right now. It's not, it's not a good my, my wife and I do that at parties all the time where you, you come up to somebody you don't know who it is and you're like, uh, you know, hello, great to see you. And you look to your spouse to make sure that they can uh, they can call out that name, you know. It's like, you 
Sometimes you need that. You need that extra pair of uh, eyes to tell you who right. the hell's really going on. I'm awful with names. You shouldn't rely on me for names at all. <clears throat> I'm the one who always like forgets people's names. Like, I got no faces, but I will. There's so many people I all like for completely forget their name. Oh, do you haven't listened to the Die Comedy Podcast then? Because right. I forget everybody's name. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> different. You're dyslexic. That's not the same thing. Listen, right. we, we're not going to bring up people's disabilities and put them on the play here. If we were, then we would be talking about Candace's swoop neck. Candace, what kind of church got on this week? Church it's, got on? it's a dress that I have on. Uh, all right. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you, I'm glad. And it matches. The, it does. It matches the hair. Are you going out tonight or did you get back from going out? Tonight? No, this is blue and my hair is purple. Oh. Uh, uh, now it doesn't match. It, Damn. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> Up. It's, it's less exciting now, right? We can't we can't tell on a video on a stream camera. You should have just left that alone. Like, oh That's yeah, right. I'm doing it. And the audio and the audio audience would have had right. no idea. Yeah. That's how the beauty right. Right. they would they would have thought it was their display that was messing up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Candace. So so you decided to cut your hair off. Yeah, the locks are gone. Um I joined a boot camp gym. I changed my diet. Like everything, I'm just changing everything. Like we're just trying to radically change um, and just become better and healthier. Uh, I'm trying to get a jump on a New Year's resolution, right? I want to already be healthy and be at my goal weight by the time New Year starts. And Sweet. having that much hair, well, all my locks, I'm, you know, just where I'm at now, it's so hot. And it just... <laughs> It, it was a lot. And then going to the gym every day too, it just was too, I was like, I don't need hair right now. This is, <laughs> I'll get it back later. Right now I'm doing too, I'm focused on fitness and I just don't need that. So, so yeah, you told, you told us, you told us in, uh, in, in our myriad of group chats that you, that you joined a, uh, you, you doing boot camps. This is going to be when she keeps it short forever. Cause she's going to realize she can just wear wigs. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, for if, for black women, you never really have to have short hair. I could go get a weave at any moment, you know. So, but this is what what I want right now is super low maintenance because I'm at the gym five to six times a week, right? Like I don't wow. need to have to come home, retwist my locks every single day. It's too much. Mm -hmm. I support it. That's that's what I did. I had I had to cut it all off, Joey, mm -hmm. because I kept coming home, and it was balding right in the middle. <laughs> And oh, I had to make sure that it matched the rest. So I just cut it all off. Yeah. So I, I could I couldn't uh yeah, Joey Joey has the same problem. More of a more of a fryer tuck situation. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> I'm, I'm um, feeling like this is this is a dreadlock intervention. Are you guys trying to tell me something? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No. Dreadlocks are amazing. Well, you know mine, right? Impressive. Should I pull them out? Sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's why. How long have you had yours? Uh, 31 years. Wow. Oh. Had mine for what, seven, almost eight years. Mm. And they just, another thing too, is they were starting to get, they were just too heavy. Like I felt like they, they were are. kind of pulling. I was just, I was just done with them for now. You could, I could always start right. again, but I, they had become just cumbersome and just too heavy and, um, it was damaging like my roots and my edges because they were pulling, and I was just like, "Let's let's get rid of these for now." I'm focused yeah, on dread, other things. My dreadlocks are five foot five inches now. Oh wow, they're almost so, as tall as me. So yeah, <laughs> so it's like 
It's like when I sit down, I got to make sure they're in the seat or they're on the ground. You know, I can't. Uh... Hey, I mean, I've never and had any, And you got to do that thing where you have to sweep them forward before you sit on the toilet or, you know, they're going to wind up in the oh, toilet. Oh, yeah. That would be, oh, my goodness. I can't even fathom what that would be like. That would be irreparable. I would totally forget. And I would have dunked them several times. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, I don't I don't know where that one that one that was even a little off, Jim. <laughs> I, I, like, I would have that, that would have been when I go, nope, this isn't gonna work. I would have right. I would have chickened out the first the first accidental dunk. I'd be like, nope, I'm I'm done with this. Uh, <laughs> Joey had locks, I wouldn't be his friend. Um I'm just I'm, I'm just telling Joey locks, just long hair. You I wouldn't be your friend if you had long hair. If I yeah, if I had hair that you probably shouldn't be my friend. No, we, we, we if I have hair that's almost as long as my body, that would be uh really strange. That'd be a conversation to have like first time we met. It's like what the fuck's wrong with you? What, what <laughs> it's my head tail. I would just have it all woven into one thing. Oh man, but anything happened to you this week, Jeff? Uh we had an awesome show at uh comedy shows near me at McGinty's. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, Stacy Carver headlined for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia uh, came back and she did. She was our feature, and Mikhail Exum made his. Uh, it was his first show where he was on the flyer. He told me so. Oh. Um, it was a fun <laughs> night. Um, uh, we, it was a packed house. We yeah. had we had like it, it was it was packed in there. We had someone from um, uh, I'm so DC, um, the Instagram. Uh, group they they do uh, promotions around the area and they were in the in the house and they brought a bunch of friends awesome um so it was really cool to uh to see one uh so many of our our former podcast guests come together on a show yeah and then also for that show to be that great and then uh stacy carver uh invited me to his room this saturday and i got to perform there and that was fun mm-hmm. um and then i went to nottingham's and ran into danny charnley who I have oh. not. Seen. It was uh, Reddit to Danny Charlie and Frankie J. <laughs> Two people I haven't seen in like 10 years. It's been like, about that. Well, not 10. I, that dude has lied to me so many times. So one? many times. <laughs> Danny Charlie. Uh, like, he, just, he just used to lie about paid gigs. Like, I guess just for. I don't know, cloud or to feel important. He used to just make them up all the time and they never really existed. And then I was new then, so I didn't know who was who and I used to believe him. That dude is like, <laughs> a patholo- that dude's pathological. He, he was talking to me in an interesting way. I think he was like, because we were the only ones there uh, at Nottingham's when it started as usual. And, uh, but it ended up being kind of fun eventually. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like you're making up a bunch of wor- extra words in there. I'm trying not to be a dick, um, okay. but it was good. It was good to actually like bump into people I haven't seen in a while. So yeah, yeah. Uh, then I got to go check out uh, Ferru's Lounge and uh, Village Bar House um, yesterday with uh, with uh, Latif Idris. Okay, cool. Uh, and uh, who will be hosting this uh, upcoming show on the 25th for us at oh. Comedy Shows Near Me? Really. Yeah, and then I went to um, uh, Peyton Warner and Vinnie Lombardi's room at Brow House. So it was good to see that everybody got got good stuff going on. The twenty fifth, that's the one I'm guessing on, right? Yes. At 
<laughs> he beat me to the punch, but yes, yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was getting there uh, eventually, but I'm glad you said that because uh, I'm I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not functioning very well. Um, yeah. So it was it was fun. Um, I got to experience what it would be like to do stand up uh, when you had too much chili and it is not oh, cooperating with you. Yeah. I was, I was like, because it's challenging. Because like normally, when you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach, it's because you're nervous. <laughs> so it was weird to have it like uh, artificial nervousness. Very true. <laughs> As I tried to perform my set and to have to like kind of like make sure that didn't come through my body language. Mm. Like I'm not nervous about my material. I'm nervous because I might have an accident. It's That's a different right. kind of nervous. About to go well, I, I, I know. Right I know. I know a lot of comics that drop a deuce before they go on stage. That's their, that's their protocol. They always do that on purpose. Yeah, there's some people like who have to throw up before they go on stage too. Mm-hmm. Get the um, nerves out. I don't know any of them personally, but I've, I've heard of this. I, I did when uh, when we went on stage. Yeah. When I when I went up and I and I did so amazing, and you you still don't give me credit. You threw for up. It. I threw up right before. Right before. Right before. Yeah. Or, uh, we joint hosted. Yes. Because that was amazing. <laughs> I did such a great job, didn't I, Jimmy? Really so excited. yeah, such a good job. That was yeah. awesome. Was all, first time on stage, damn near better than Kevin Hart. I swear to God, Joey. Said oh my it. God, Joey said it out his mouth. I, I I know I was. It's okay. You, you don't have to tell me twice. I know how good I am, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm just I'm just a humble DJ, just a very humble DJ. Uh, well, so, anything happen to you this week, Candice? Uh, yeah, I joined this boot camp gym. And I go like four to five times a week. Like you guys, I am like, this is the first thing that I stuck with in I don't know how long. And I'm working out so hard that like I'm breaking out. I don't know if you could see, but I have like pimples and shit right here just from like just all the toxins and sweat that are like purging from my body. I went to the dermatologist because I don't get acne. I never break out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh my God. I have, you know, I'm like, I'm dying. And she was like, honey, it's just, it's just pimples. Just like, <laughs> she was like, here, take this cream and, and get out of here. It's just pimples. It's, it's not monkey pot. It's just and pimples. she was like, did you recently start, like, start working out or start something like that? I was like, yeah, I just joined a gym. And she was like, yeah, when you first start purging the toxins, your skin's going to react to it. That's all that is. And I was like, my God, like, you know, just, I don't, who, who knew that? working out would change even my skin periodically mm-hmm. i'm yeah it, it does uh i get back knee when when i start like a new like, intense workout program and then i'm uh my girlfriend uses me as a uh as a bubble, bubble wrap i become bubble wrap. Pops <laughs> no i like i'm not allowed to pop them myself like she like it, yeah how do you know they're there i, I don't she just checks periodically <laughs> and if they're there are she's they like, not itchy? You can't feel it. I mean, sometimes I do, but I don't really like. No, I'm I'm kind of. Uh, she checks under the tall I'm grass. Like, I'm like one of those like old dinosaurs <laughs> that just keeps moving, and there's like a whole like ecosystem living on its back. You know that kind of. Yeah. Thing. She pulls she pulls all those weeds apart. <laughs> you know your hairy back, and then she checks and makes sure you have all your pimples are popped. Ah, hey, I I I. I and that, that's that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where to go with that. I just like that's just this is bad. Um. Well, I mean, shit. Congratulations, Candace. 
Thanks. I feel a lot better. It's amazing the things that working out change, like things that you don't even think about, right? So obviously you're going to look better after a while, you know, once your body starts to change. But also it helps my sleeping habits. It's controlled my appetite. I have more focus. I feel like happier. My skin is breaking out and then it's going to clear up. That's what the doctor said. Like all these things that working out affects and you just never, the only thing that I associated with is, okay, I'm going to get some muscles. I'm going to slim down, but not all these like psychological, emotional, neurological effects. It, it makes everything better. It's amazing. Guess I got to start doing it then. Uh, guess I got to get back to it. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been cheating on my, uh, on our, on our, on our walks. Like if you got, you can actually look up my Fitbit. I do uh-huh. about ten to twelve thousand steps a day. That's really good. <laughs> I but, lost mine. I don't know where it uh, is. They're, they're work steps. So it, it, I, that's why I say it's cheating because my job is mobile. Uh-huh. So it's not like it's not like I have a chance to not to not get. <laughs> I know, but you're still getting that much movement in versus right, somebody right. who sits at a desk all day. Leave me alone. That's my job. <laughs> no, I, I sit at a desk all day, too. And if it wasn't for going to an hour of boot camp every day, my steps would be maybe 2,500. Yeah. And I don't do like, I mean, my my thing is just doing actual like active workouts. I don't do like the treadmill stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to have the step steps to count. But like right now, I'm, I'm like stuck because i'm doing this rebuilding my running motion workout oh okay like i'm not able like in order to not like because i'm i'm tired of getting hurt so this i went to the specialist and he said okay well we're just going to retrain your body on how to run properly uh, because apparently i'm doing it wrong uh so i have okay. to like learn how to like do yeah. the first two like poses i just get i, I don't even know like there's poses where like that's part of the run and then eventually they're going to give me the whole run huh yeah there you go. <laughs> did, they, did they get did they, did they check your shoes make sure you're wearing good shoes good good support i i got some advice that i probably need to change my shoes but it's hard because like my feet are weird so no one really still wearing those me. new balances i'm wearing brooks brooks brother shoes just brooks it's, it's not his brother <laughs> if he's um. running his brother, Joey's jogging in wingtip shoes. That's what <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, you know what, guys? I'm proud of you guys. You guys are doing better with yourselves. Oh, DJ Marcus just sitting over here getting older and fatter. Do keto, Marcus. Do keto. do keto, you would have a support system because Joey and I are both doing it. Everybody's doing I mean, I did cheat on my keto this weekend. I can't. There I is, was at a pool party. I don't believe in keto. Uh, Joey's doing the Cheeto diet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead. What were you saying, Marcus? I don't believe in keto. What do you mean you don't believe in it? I don't believe it's true. A, well, because... I don't believe most of it either, So, but I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah. See, you literally watched it work for me. Like, I think it works for whites. Oh, my, no, that's wrong. It works for me. Years ago, I did it and didn't know it wasn't called keto, but I did like a, a moderate protein, high fat, zero carb diet and lost. I must have lost 30, 40 pounds in like a couple of months. So it definitely works. But all these health benefits that they say it 
cures cancer and autism and all of this other shit. I don't know about all of that. I mean, cause you're just basically like eating nothing but grease all the time, like clogging your arteries. It can't be, it can't possibly be healthy, but I definitely know it works for weight loss, at least well, in the no. short term. The cholesterol only sticks in your veins if your veins are tore up and irritated from inflammation from sugar. So when you eliminate that, then that there's a low, lower likelihood that you're going to have issues from the cholesterol. So that's but part the, of but it. The, the keto also burns a lot of muscle too, though. So Not you're, if you're, losing, you're losing weight, but you're losing muscle too. It's, no. a, it's supposed to. The philosophy is saying that it's going to switch your body to fat burn mode as opposed to sugar burn mode. So you're not supposed to lose muscle. It's supposed to be burning strictly fat. But again, I can go back to when I did it before and I know that I lost muscle because I, I was I slimmed down really quickly, but everything mm -hmm. was kind of like droopy. So I had to like work out and get everything tightened back up. But I know I lost muscle, even though yeah. they say it only burns fat. Yeah, you I mean, see, it depends you, on how you work out. Well, no, well see, it, when I did it before, <laughs> I wasn't working out. I was only dieting. Exactly. So I could see the difference. Sorry, Chip, what were you saying? I said, no, it doesn't. It's still gonna it's still gonna burn muscle. I mean, what you ultimately what you want to do is you want to do intermittent and you also want to do intermittent fasting too. I mean, that's uh, yeah, but I I didn't burn muscle like you burn muscle if you're acting like trying to do high intensity stuff because it's easier for your body to break down protein than it is to break down fat. And if you go too hard too quickly or accelerate that um, burn too quickly, your body's going to use protein because they can get it, get the energy faster that way. But so wait, that shouldn't be working out. No, you should just structure your workouts a little bit so that you're, you're, you ramp up. You have to, you have to give your body time to get into fat burn mode. Um, but if you're already in ketosis, then it's already has plenty of energy. You just don't want to push it like crazy hard because it's going to go, oh, I need more and I can only get more fat uh, more quickly by burning muscle. So uh, it's, just, it's it's you have to be careful with how you go about your business. I mean, there's some muscle burn, but it's it you can control how bad that is, how much that is by by how much you, you know you do there. But you can still, you know, you're not going to burn. Uh, you're not going to burn so much of it. I mean, am I not counteracting it by the weightlifting and stuff that I'm doing? Because I'm building muscle while I'm doing this uh, diet. Is that not um, balance it out? That helps. Yeah, and it does to some degree. But again, it all comes down to what, what, what there's like three sources of energy your body can point at is carbs, protein, and fat. And it points to the one it can get the quickest. Or the if uh, or or is available. So once you eliminate carbs by by dieting, your only options are protein and fat. And then whether it's pointing to one or the other is dependent upon what what the demand you put on your body. So it's just a matter of, of how how much demand you put on. You put if you put too much demand on your body while you're on keto, it's gonna switch to switch to burn muscle because it needs the protein. Okay. If if you think about it, if you drop <clears throat> if you drop meat meat in water, if you put fat in water, the fat rises because it's less dense so the the protein is is a more packed with energy than fat so your body burns it burns the good wood you know that's what it's doing so. interesting well we'll see what happens I'm, I'm doing the keto but then i can also just switch to paleo which i understand is just high protein low carbs 
So we'll see what works best. Yeah, I mean, it all depends like what you're trying to do. I mean, the thing with keto is it is good for like getting rid of large amounts of fat. That's that's why I kind of plan on doing is starting with keto and then switching over to paleo once I kind of get to my zone that I want to be exactly. In. Yeah, that was always the plan. I, I, I can't eat like this forever. It's too much grease. Um, but I, I definitely plan to do it to, to, to lose a huge amount of fat quickly. And then I'll switch to what I believe is a healthier diet while I continue to like sculpt my body, you know what I'm saying? Like tighten everything right. up and, and stuff like that. Right. Uh, but before we lose any more listeners, Chip, what happened to you this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was working out, eating a lot of pizza and burgers. And, and... Thank you, Chip. So you were at Planet Fitness. Drink, drinking a lot of beer, working on those curls. You know, I was trying to, trying to <laughs> curls. Build, build muscle in my forearms, you know. But, uh, what's been going on with me? Uh, not much. I've been doing a lot, a lot of shows with online with Dad Fan. I don't know if you know Dad Fan who won. Uh, I do. Last comic standing. So been doing a lot of why, stuff. Why do you sound like that when you say Because remember the last time I talked about the Dad Fan experience? No, what happened? When he kicked me off of his Zoom show because I was attending to my phone because my grandmother was dying. Oh, did he know that? Did he know your grandmother was dying? Yes, I told him that. Uh, I said, I said, my, you know, something's wrong. I think I might need to go. And then he put, he sent me a bunch of red flag emojis and disconnected everything. So I'm glad things are working out for you with him, Chip. But fuck him. <laughs> Uh, I personally, uh, don't, don't have a, I, I have an issue, uh, with, with that reaction. Cause like, I know what those red flags mean and, uh, yeah, he can. So wait a minute. He really, you said you had an issue or you told him your grandmother was dying. I told him that my grandmother was unwell and I was checking my phone cause I was listening to the show, but I was checking my phone for updates cause I was going back and forth with my mom about what was going on. And I was trying mm -hmm. to find out if I needed to go go do something or go be somewhere. And and like he and I said, I think I need to go. And then he sent me a bunch of because like I was saying, I think I need to go because I, I need to go check on see what's going on. And then he sent me a bunch of red flag emojis, which I can only assume means don't come. I'm not going to book him again or not let me on again. Uh -huh. Never mind that he's making me listen to every shitty comic across the nation and watch that for an hour, which I don't have the capacity to. So, so how can I get booked? <laughs> you have to go through well, the I mean, he's, he's very structured. Cause I mean, what he was looking at is, and we've all seen it. If you're on a zoom show and half the cameras are off and you know, nobody's got their microphone on. He's like, you know, why go through that? You know, either, either you support each other. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do, uh, I don't want to sit there and watch someone do their set and then they just, you know, turn the camera off or, or log off before I get to do mine. So it's like, you know, show some respect because there were a lot of people in Zoom shows that don't stay, you know, that, that don't yeah. listen. And it's like, yeah, you know. So I mean, that's the nature of shows in general. People just they dip out after their own their own set. But and, I mean, and some of it's just because they don't care about anybody's set but their own. But some right. of it's because they have another spot to get to. Right. And so his feeling is feeling if that's the kind of comic you're going to be, I'm going to weed you out. I want people that are that are in a supportive group that, are, you know, are going to are going to listen 
and uh, pay attention and give back to the people that listened and pay attention to you. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. And I don't have a problem with it for a period of time, but like, I'm not going to sit through. I'm sorry. First of all, it's across the nation. So the comedy's garbage. And then there's like, it's. <laughs> Did you just call my comedy garbage? Thanks. Man. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bad comics in, in other areas. Uh, Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> it's not just like it's not like just like the dmv like i'm used to a certain like maybe i'm spoiled but like i'm used to what our our mics are but this right. is like and then you have like Joe is everybody everybody from every of, uh, every different level in this thing for like what was it like an hour and a half where you're, you're supposed to keep your attention on the stuff and i'm like i can't i'm sorry i, I don't have it within me. is it a workshop no, no, it's it's it's, it's basically like an open mic. It's like a booked open mic. Okay, I mean, but it's on. It's a Zoom. It's online. It's on, actually, it's, it's a hybrid. Hard. He's got people in studio with him, and and people on Zoom. Okay, it's what I imagine hell to be like. <laughs> um, so it wasn't for me, but mm. but yeah, the, I I my biggest issue with him was like the the whole red flag thing kind of cut wrong with me also the fact that he was sending me recordings of myself yeah really? which i like that was fucking weird you're a fucking weirdo he's sending you recordings of you in your box yeah he's basically trying to say look you're not paying attention like but like i didn't okay <laughs> you're watching me watch the show watch she's the watcher like, aren't you supposed to be watching the comedians to see if you think they're good or not? So you're not paying attention either. You watch too busy watching Joe. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen it being recorded, but uh... oh yeah, I have it. I, I if I find the text thread in my phone, like sent me this clip of me on my phone, and I was smiling because I'm listening to the comedy. I'm just reading the text messages. And like, but I'm like, if you're going to like red flag me, if I tell you what's going on and you're going to put, and you're going to basically red stamp me, like, don't, don't let him back. Like whatever. Then fuck you. Well, Joe, if you take that stance on a continuous basis, you end up uh, producing your own show. Uh, <laughs> and Which is a better show more that people actually want to see. Uh, see, that's, that's, that's that ego, Joey. Sorry. It's the ego. We, we got to get the ego out of this thing, man. It's not an ego thing. If he was good, he'd still be, you know, on television instead. Of he was on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Would you? He's, he's, he's also he's also he's also signed to a deal with Paramount. So, and I, I think he's up for this uh, Vietnam uh, series that's going to be on Netflix. So, he, he he's not doing badly. I mean, I'm good for him. Twenty years later. Kelly <laughs> is hard. As I'm sorry. He, he red flagged me because my grandmother was dying. You're not going to get me to turn on this one. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Fuck him and all of the horses he rode in on. Well, okay. Well, guess Joe. Uh, guess we have feel, see how Joey feels about that show that Chip was proud to be on. <laughs> no, but Chip, please tell your story. I'm just disclosing. Uh, my my faces aren't aren't in reference to you. Right. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, I went, I, you know, originally I was going to get on because I mean, he started them. Actually, he started doing uh, Zoom shows before the pandemic, but mm -hmm. I went pretty much two years with, with not being able to connect, you know, with his time frame and all that stuff. Because I mean, I knew all the rules, but I was doing other stuff. So I'm like, you know, 
I waited till I was like, okay, I can commit to this and then have done them. And then he keeps like, okay, we want you on again. We want you on again. So I'm like, all right, cool. Chip's a regular there, Jimmy. I know. So is Walter Gottlieb and I think Sandy Bernstein as well. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Josh Dreben. There are a lot of DC comics that do it. Oh, yeah. Josh Dreben. Uh, DMV's Dave Attell. That's right. But uh, <laughs> Walter, Walter's actually going to be in the hybrid side because, you know, he's out in, in L.A. right now. So he's actually yeah, going to be in the studio on Friday. Burbank, uh, Burbank Comedy Festival. Oh, right. Awesome, man. Hey, anything is, else happening this week? Anything else going going on for me this week? Uh, <laughs> I did my my first piece on WPFW on a show that wasn't my show. I did a, a news piece, a, a sort of a retrospective of uh, Motown and, and Lamont Dozier because of his passing. So that's that was okay. cool. I got to branch out and and actually. You know, do an interview and in, in a two-way with a couple of a uh, couple of uh, programmers about uh, Motown, which was nice. Cool, that is cool, man. Yeah, Chip, Chip's an interesting guy. Yes, he is. Joey, I I, got, I remember I I I, I specifically remember our last <laughs> conversation with Chip, and it was a very interesting one. I think we went down we went down a couple of rabbit holes, but they mm-hmm. were good. And I and I can appreciate I can appreciate a good rabbit hole. We always go down a good rabbit hole. Oh yeah, we we don't do too bad with that most of the time. But you but Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) That's right. I want to go go down the Bugs Bunny rabbit holes. Those are the fun ones. Those are are more interesting. But you got to make sure you don't take that left turn at Albuquerque. Find a porky. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What, sir? Oh, oh man. Heard me. Uh, you're gonna so, you're gonna you're gonna edit that out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not in this particular live stream. Uh, man, we're gonna take a break, Joey. Okay. And then we're gonna get into some of these topics, man. Sounds good. What's going on in the world? Uh, Trump's uh, raid is ongoing. Uh, Ezra Miller can't seem to stop getting in trouble. Uh, and then. Uh, there's a, a Harvard professor trying to get uh, alien technology out of the ocean. Sounds like he's trying to push it to the limit. Yes. Trying to get that alien tech. He's trying to go to the solar system. Or turn himself into a monster. But we'll find out. We'll find out with more. When we get back, with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Comedy Shows Near Me. That's right, Comedy Shows Near Me every Thursday evening. Come on down to McGinty's Public House in downtown Silver Spring where you can see some of the best comics in the DMV and around the nation. We've had comics come in from all over the country to perform for you at Comedy Shows Near Me. Every Thursday, doors open at 7.30. Show starts at 8. So be there or be square. Joey, who's on the show this week? Uh, this week, we have Hey uh, Sandberg, back host. All right. We have uh, Abdul Qboy Yusuf and Adrian Russell doing guest spots. Okay. We have Funny Man Chuck Best. Yeah, man. Opening the show. Okay. Featuring 
Stacey Axler with headliner Ashley Mayo. All right. Sounds like a good show, man. Sounds like a very, very good show. I'm going to be in attendance. I think I think this week uh, I'm going to bring out a special super mix. Okay. And they're going to they gonna love it out there in the streets, man. You're going to drop the hot box. I'm, dropping the hot, I'm dropping the hot beats on them. Okay. It's about Ooh. that. It's about time. You, you got to come in. You got you to gotta witness it for yourself. Candace, you coming up? No. Well, ain't that some shit? See, see what happens. Oh, man. Man. I support she, her all her bald headed dreams. She for me in my singular bald head dream. It's DJing in front of in front of a uh, packed crowd of drunkards in downtown Silver Spring. She didn't even vacillate or consider, man. She just straight out the box. Nope. Nope. I'm not in the state, so that's why. All right. Would you you're in the state? If I I would come if I was there, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you made. You're Duh. overdue for being in the state. I don't yeah, know I, I don't know where, why that hasn't happened in a minute. Uh, we, we I gotta really... make it happen. It's been it's been far too long since I've been down there. But yeah, man, down up, same direction. I was about to say up there. Uh. <laughs> oh man, but Joey, the world's on its ear, man. We're still living in the aftermath of 2016. I think that's 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 what I call the world we live in now. Okay. It's just what are they looking for in his house? I, I'm I I'm too tired to read it. Why? What are they looking for in his house? Oh, uh, so he had like they they basically accused him of like taking like secret documents, espionage out of the yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, he he took them. I mean, it, it's, it's not about <laughs> they just, they're just accusing him of. I mean, they 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 got like 12 boxes the last time they were down there and they got another 11 this time so it's like okay well this is my thing when you steal top secret government uh documents don't Mm -hmm. keep them at your house like why like why are you incriminating you keep them in a vault or somewhere like that was just dumb the storage facility and your kids names that's what you're supposed to do something don't keep them at your house you have no alibi at that point they were at your house if they were in another location you could still lie i don't know how they got there somebody they're in your house dude what are you gonna do he couldn't get him to putin fast enough that's right he's waiting on putin to take his eye off of of ukraine for five minutes he's like hey i got some shit for you baby that's right that was just got it cheap yeah so his, but I mean, I don't think it even has. To, it doesn't have to be top secret. I mean, they're just not. It's like it's like you know, you get fired from your job and you start taking shit home. I mean, it, uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether or not it was work that you worked on at that job. It belongs to the job. So, right, you know? not those pencils. Yeah, uh, those pencils right. I took. Those so the stuff that they found, the documents or whatever that he took, they were regarding. I'm assuming some scandal or some crime. That he committed? No, no, no. Some of them, some of them were top secret, and some of them were so top secret that they're not allowed to be viewed anywhere but a skiff, which is a seat, which is a a special facility that has no outside access, no no cell phone service, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like he stole. Right, but the documents were about what? About we, Russia? About our nuclear arms? We, what? We we don't know. we don't know. Secret. I mean, they're so, they're so top secret that they won't even tell us what they were about. So. Mm, okay. 
I don't think he's the type of person who was taking them to take them. I think what happened was he went on vacation. They were like, you need to finish working on this. He's like, I'll bring it with me. And then he got <laughs> left behind. And he just like, no. this, like anecdotes and shit from his presidency that is now in his house. You know, how these guys have their like, campaign shit that's just like in their basement. <laughs> a whole somewhere? bunch of Make America Great Again yeah. shit. He did that. Like except- a bunch of folders yeah. from cases I, that he never worked on. I, I disagree with you on that. I think he took them with the intent of selling them later. Not not selling like state secrets, but he has a tradition. He did this at NBC too. He took shit to sell as memorabilia later. So I don't know that he knew that this stuff was top top secret stuff. But I'm, I'm, assuming, yeah, I'm assuming he's like, oh, look at this note I, I in his letter I have from the from uh, the president of France, you know, I'll sell it to you for you know twenty five hundred dollars. I'll sign it, and, you know, it on eBay. We'll put it in plexiglass for you or something. I mean, uh, he's all about if making that's money. what it is. Then it's even more pathetic. This dude <laughs> out here trying to sell the original version of the Constitution on Facebook Marketplace. Like, what is he doing? I know. I was at, I was asking on Facebook. I said, you know, he took you know eleven at least eleven boxes of documents. Anybody check the silverware? Are there any paintings missing? You know, I mean, somebody needs to go through. Make sure I guarantee that painting of Obama that's in the White House is at at Mar-a-Lago. That's right. With a mustache, ta- with a mustache yeah. drawn on it, right? <laughs> like, I wish he would take my student loan file and lose that shit somewhere. Yeah. Good night. Well, it, it wasn't uh, the uh, his former attorney um, Michael Cohen is, is not not helping him out. Uh, he, <laughs> he just got interviewed by Don Lemon on Monday, and in the interview, uh, Cohen was asked what he thought Trump's next moves would be in the view of the Justice Department's investigation into whether Trump had broken any federal laws by keeping the classified documents at his Florida residence. He said, quote, I believe the next scapegoat, scapegoat is going to be Rudy Kaludi Giuliani. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, Michael Cohen's a guy to talk to. Michael uh, is the guy to talk to because he was a scapegoat the last time. So, I yep. mean, that's, yeah. so he Wait. knows that position. Florida residents? Where does he live in Florida? Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago? Okay, I don't even know where that is. Is that by Miami? I don't know. By, by Let Palm me look it up. It's by Palm Springs. Yeah, it's by Palm Springs. It's a golf resort. Oh, okay. He also said, I believe that everybody likes a bargain, but Donald Trump really likes a bargain. And I believe that Rudy is like a BOGO. Buy one, get one half off. <laughs> they're going to throw him under the bus for Mar-a-Lago. And at the same time, they're going to throw him under the bus for Georgia. Oh, Jesus! That's it. That's if it. they if they start if they if they start uh, blaming shit on Rudy Rudy Giuliani, uh, that means he's not trying to run again. They definitely need to because I just want to like his biopic's going to be hilarious. The hmm. new one, you know, the one where he's not kissing his his uh, cousin. What? They made a Giuliani <laughs> biopic. Oh, where he was play he was played by uh, none other than James Woods. Okay. And in it, he made moves on his cousin, which we found out later. Hmm. Oh, he didn't know. Well, he knew they were cousins, but they're like second cousins. I but that, mo- that movie was made when he was America's mayor, though. That's when yeah, he was riding America's high. Mayor. That's what I'm saying. Like this is this, this arc is ridiculous. The sequel is going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's best sequel uh, ever. Mer- from America's mayor to uh, the president's scapegoat. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Cohen also called Trump Captain Chaos. Yes. And to the former president's usual title, he throws much at the American public and he can, he can in order to confuse them. He truly believes the American public has like a two-day, maybe if you're bright, three-day window of remembering what's going on. 
but also, but also he's the king of the big lie. I mean, he does these lies that are so outrageous, people can't believe that they're not true. It's like, who would, yeah. you know, it's like, it, this is too incredible to be not true. We got to believe it, you know. So. Mm -hmm. He's going to be like like OJ and like that dude that killed Trayvon. It's like they didn't get him on the main thing, mm -hmm. but then they just keep, they're going to keep harassing him for the rest of his life for every other little thing that they can get him for. They're going to find something. Yeah, that's what they do. When you get away with like literally murder, <laughs> right? They they just keep like harassing you and finding whatever little thing that they can for the rest of your life. So that's what's going to happen to him. Like he's never going to see any peace. I want him to go to jail. I want him to go to jail. That, that way, that way, I could I could start yelling four more years, four yeah. more years. Four more He's years. not going to jail. He's too and rich that, to go to jail. That, 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 I'll, be yelling, I'll be yelling that at, at his parole hearings. Four more years. Four more years. <laughs> this is the guy who thought injecting bleach was a good idea. Hey. Shoot some sunlight and some bleach up your ass. It'll get rid of COVID. Speaking of sunshine and bleach, Capri Sun has been recalled. <laughs> some 5,760 cases have been recalled after being contaminated with cleaning solution. Okay, so Capri Sun is um, the a, a what I was told when I was little an all natural children to drink. Hmm. Um, I, when when I when I heard this story, I I immediately thought back to my sh the shelves at the store I work at, mm -hmm. and how they can we can never keep Capri Sun in stock on those shelves. So that means people are buying them at an astronomical rate. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you buy and that, feeding them to their children and giving them right. to your children, so that means these kids are already poisoned. Right. Like if they, if they right. got them, these kids are dead already. I don't I don't know what to do with that that idea. I don't buy them for my daughter anymore. I stopped when she was like, when she turned five, I stopped giving her Capri Suns because mm -hmm. I tasted one and it didn't taste like my childhood. Right. It tasted, it tasted like Chernobyl. It, it just <laughs> tasted off. Like it, it, tasted, it tasted like I shouldn't be drinking this shit. Mm -hmm. like it, like it's it, just sugar and chemicals. That's yeah, all it is. It just felt wrong. So I was like, nah, I ain't giving this to the baby no more. Mm -hmm. uh, so. It's 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 watered down Kool Aid from from what I read read on the back of the pack. Yeah, but yeah, because go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, it's not real fruit juice because you don't have to put it in the fruit. You can just leave it on the shelf. I mean, it's like, it's like <laughs> right. wait a minute, you know, nat something that's like all natural. You got to refrigerate that to keep it going. This stuff is yeah. like a Twinkie. You just you know, exactly. Just it, you know, it's it's like, just sugar and food coloring, and then yeah. something to make it liquid. I don't know what the yeah. rest of it is. There's a this brand. Is, this is it comes in cartons. That that's all juice. Honest. No, it was. Did you call it juice? It is not juice. <laughs> what? Minute Maid? No. Uh, it's like juicy juice or something. Juicy juice? <laughs> oh yeah, there is a juicy juice, Joseph. Yeah. Huh? There's a juicy juicy ju juice is a thing. <laughs> okay, is that I'm right, and that that's 100 percent juice. Hell to the no, it's not. It used to be. It was when well, we were little. All that shit they used to say be. It, they say it's 100 percent juice. I don't know about that. Complete, that, yeah, that shit was show state. All, all, I, all I know is all the juices I buy at the at the store are always in the in the refrigerated section. They're never just sitting out not on the shelf. Don't yeah. wrong. I don't buy that shit. I'm just saying. I mean, I I, I have bought shelf stable juice, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
in the past. But there's something that makes it shelf stable. Yeah, it's chemical. It's um, preservatives so, and sugar. I think I believe it's called pasteurization, and then they seal it in a. In they don't pasteurize that shit, Joey. <laughs> no, they don't pasteurize it. I sell it. I know what they do to it. They pee in it, and then they they seal it. They seal it with a oh, kiss. Hi. They think that there's a jellyfish in the vat. I don't understand. <laughs> they pee in the bat batch and they steal it with a kiss. <laughs> That's why they explode in your backseat. And I, the funny children part, are terrorists. The funny part is it's Kraft Heinz merged, but I just watched a documentary from the History Channel on uh-huh. like the titans of industry. They started as these little entrepreneurs and how Kraft started as a guy who just made a cheese paste to try and make shelf stable cheese. Uh-huh. And Kraft or the Heinz guy was like failed at like eight businesses before he figured out hey i should make a tomato ketchup because food tastes terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> you need someone to make it not to hide the awfulness of the food not not make the food better no we're just gonna make something to put on it mask so that <laughs> some rotten meat we're eating Ugh. if they could see what's happening today they'd be like proud because this is exactly the same <laughs> shit they were doing it's like oh look at my baby just throwing all up <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, like I, I've watched that show too. Yeah, I I watched the uh, the fast food episodes. Oh, those are funny. Those are hilarious to me because I'm, I'm watching Ray Kroc beat <laughs> everyone to submission behind McDonald's mm-hmm. brand, and then he's like, "Why is it so like when you go to McDonald's, it's always the same and it's like stringent?" And I'm like, "This motherfucker beat people to centuries. He beat people in the future to beat to do what he wants them to do." <laughs> no. Right. The- the episode about the McNugget was hilarious because <laughs> the like amount of shit he put that chef through. The chef's coming up with all kinds of shit, and he's like, "No, this isn't it." And he, he would just like pick it There's... up on the plate a world-renowned chef. He's hired, and every time right. the chef makes something, he just throws it against the throws wall. Against the wall. And it's like, right. does he have to do it that way? No, but he's right. No. But he's a dick. He is. I still think there's a problem in these. You know that it's going to be. A terrible piece of food. When they talk about the way it's made, it's made, it's extruded through. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> extruded. What do you mean? Well, it's it's chunk up, you know, chicken and stuff, and then we extrude it into the form that we want. Like mm, my grandma didn't make anything extruded. No, <laughs> you, 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 cut, you cut the chicken up. You don't extrude it. You know, it's like. Uh, Oh well, if you make if you ever make chicken paste, you're making That's the it. wrong thing anyway. That's it. It's just, it's just a ridiculous ass uh, piece right. of piece of natural facts. Uh, what That's else going on, Joe? Uh, so you know, monkeypox is a thing. Yeah, I heard about this monkeypox thing. Now, now we, it came out like years ago, but it came it started roaring strong during Pride Month, mm-hmm. and then they said it was a new it was the new gay disease. That's what that's what all all the uh, the Republican channels are telling us. Yeah, it's mm. not. It's, it's not a gay. I know it's not a gay disease. I, it wouldn't make any sense to be a gay disease. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it was first discovered in 1956. I mean, it's been around for a while, and uh, it was primarily seen in the African continent. Now, the thing about it is, it's not sexually transmitted. It's transmitted through contact, mm-hmm. so close physical contact. So once you have it in the community, you know, the small community like, you know, gay men or bisexual men, then of course the transmission is going to 
stay in that area. You know, there, yeah. there's, there's, there's not a lot of crossover. You know, even with bisexual men, you're still not going to have a, as much crossover. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why here we're seeing it in that community. And uh, and uh, pretty much like it's like it's like 99 percent of the uh, people that have it are male and 98 percent are are homosexual or bisexual men. It's because of the the people that are, are together having that uh, skin to skin contact. But it doesn't I mean, just like HIV, HIV wound up exploding in, in the whole culture, even though it started out just in in the. Uh, in gay culture to begin with, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, it eventually will spread out. I mean, that's right. the, that's the nature of disease. It's, right. that, it's gonna, it's gonna get to everybody at some point, but it, I mean, it's, the that it's that stigma that they attach to it first. Right. That's well, the where the problem. The terrible thing is that we have a vaccine for it. And what's worse is that this, this thing has been going on for, you know, at least four or five years in Africa. And we had a vaccine that we could have given to people in Africa and, and stopped it there, but we didn't. And so we let 2 million doses of this vaccine expire <laughs> rather than give it to people in Africa. It's like, eh. so it's kind of like, you know, we, we call this on ourselves. Yeah, those monkeys don't need the monkeypox vaccine. Yeah. I think that's what the that's what the general consensus was. But you know, when you when you delve back into it, it's also it's also part and parcel with back back to 2016. You know, one of the things that Trump did is uh, he let the uh, early warning uh, system go away that Obama had put in place, where we had you know satellite medicine in, in other countries to yep. look for this kind of stuff, you know, to, to, to catch viral outbreaks before they got to America. And and Trump dismantled all that, so. Uh, Captain Chaos at it again. Yeah, it. Um, so some people are trying to help by sharing their stories. Um, there was a guy uh, in Houston, a uh, resident, um, uh, by the name of Silver Steel um, went ahead and posted kind of as he was having symptoms so he could like share what it kind of what the stages to kind of go through. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's got nine pictures here from July 11th through August 1st. Uh, and you can kind of see the progression and the symptoms basically are, you know, it's they vary from person to person to some degree, but there's typically an onset of fever, chills, flu-like symptoms, fatigue, and then you're going to end up with usually lesions developing shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. um, and those then will progress to like big bumps or lesions um, by that. And then by day, day 18, it starts kind of coming back down. But, you know, there's a lot of scarring. So well, it's, and it's, it's very painful. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's in the it's because it, I mean it's it's a pox virus so it's in the in the family with smallpox and chickenpox and mm -hmm. then the pain is you know and and shingles you know because you know shingles comes from the same comes from the chickenpox so it's that pain that people experience with shingles you know where like you're like you're dragging your butt across glass you know it's supposed to be pretty horrible yeah don't want that shit man don't want it don't don't come near me if you got if you hit, if you have a cold. And if you get the pox near your eyes or in your eyes, you can go blind. So I mean, it's a, 
Yeah, I might not do jujitsu for a while. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Uh, Full uh, body condom jujitsu. That'll be an interesting. <laughs> you know who else I don't want touching me? Who don't you want touching? Jim? Ezra Miller. <laughs> Isn't he in a flash? That he boy was. can't stay out of trouble. He can't well, stay out of trouble. Uh, but he'll touch you real quick. You won't even know he touched you. Is he a they now? Is he? Oh, I don't know. Know. This article says the Flash star Ezra Miller says they are seeking treatment for complex mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to do this no more. In a statement <laughs> by, variety, by a representative of the actor, Miller's broke their silence about what troubling behavior that they have exhibited in recent years, oh, which has led to a series of legal issues and assault and abuse allegations. Like, Miller also apologized for their actions. Either that or he's fucking Venom. Like, <laughs> having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. He's a they, them, though. The embattled actor, who is a non-binary and uses they/them pronouns, played DC Comics character Barry Allen in the 2017's Justice League and its 2021 counterpart Zack Snyder's Justice League. But their role in the comic book franchise has been overshadowed by their off-screen behavior, which has alarmed friends and associates of the actor, as well as Warner Brothers, the studio behind the Flash. Oh yeah, he's a they/them. Yes, I just pulled. His thing, I just pulled up a picture of him. <laughs> but is he is he still is he still got the teenage girl living in his house? What's going on with that? Oh, I don't even know anymore. He said he's most recently charged with felony burglary in Vermont. Yeah, he got drunk and broke into a house. Police investigated but, involving several bottles of alcohol being taken from a residence while the homeowners were not present. The actor made headlines in 2020 after recording a surface in which they appear to be choking a woman outside of a bar in Iceland. <laughs> but they just played Dumbledore's nephew. It's just ama- amazing how he like travels and does it. Like, it's <laughs> always in some bizarre location. It's never it's in Guadalajara. It's because he, he's trying to stay in front of the police. He's like, you know, but, uh, but you know, the, 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 the thing about the, the thing about the burglary is apparently he was staying at the it's like a big place. And he was staying at the place, you know, kind of like an Airbnb part of this big house. And I guess he broke into the house and started drinking their liquor. And then they called the cops on him. So. And the funny part is the movie's not even out yet. And it's supposed right. to be the entry into the DC universe. Right. Um, but also they can Batgirl at the same time. I know. Time. It's like if you're if you're on the Batgirl team and you're seeing that. They're still supporting Ezra. You're like, what the? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I mean, if ever Marvel was vulnerable and they they just can't get out of their own way, and now they're now they're saying they're not going to do a, the Batman two. What? And they're not going to do a sequel to the to the Robert Pattinson Batman. Right. I didn't like that Robinson Pattinson. Oh, I, I thought it, it. I thought I, it was. I, oh, go ahead. I thought it was a beautiful idiot. I I, I just don't like him. Oh, okay. I've never liked him. I haven't liked him since Twilight. I liked him in Harry Potter. Didn't like him in Twilight. So yeah. I, I kind of got done with him. And then he was in that movie with the plane, that 9-11 movie that didn't make any sense of why they had to draw on 9-11 pain <laughs> to make a love story movie that doesn't make any goddamn sense. I mean, I just thought he was unnecessarily emo as Batman. It was weird. 
and then yeah but the storyline was more like like dc com it was more like a detective comics the way the original batman was but he was a terrible detective like he didn't he didn't solve any crimes <laughs> he was so bad at it that, that the that the bad guy finally had to just tell him it was me <laughs> he didn't actually prevent any crime at any point in the movie well, well, you, you, you know you know uh, joey detectives don't prevent crime right they, they come after the crime already committed. <laughs> so like, he, he did an assault at the beginning of the movie to prevent an assault, and then, and then proceeded to just like not be the not be a very good detective. <laughs> I mean, Batman was never supposed to. I don't know what Batman was ever supposed to be like the the movie version of Batman. Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton's still my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, he's still, he's still even even though that movie like, doesn't hold up. Like if you watch, not it, even a little bit, it's, not even a little. It's bit. kind of rough. Mm-hmm. None of those movies hold up. The visual effects in all those movies is trash. All right, that you know that's the worst part of Batgirl being canned is that Michael Keaton had a cameo in it. So I was like, man, damn it. Uh, well, we got. We, let's hit one more, Joe and Legay. Okay. Uh, I lost track. Oh. A Harvard professor is trying to recover alleged alien technology from the ocean. Astrophysics professor Avi Loeb was the strongest serving chair of Harvard's astronomy's department until he got snapped up by a White House Science and Technology Advisory Committee. His next adventure lies at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Okay, what is his next adventure? Yesterday, NBC reported that Loeb wants to recover fragments of an interstellar meteor he says fell to Earth in 2014 after it arrived from outside our own solar system. In 2019, Loeb and one of his students, Amir Siraj, published a not-yet-peer-reviewed paper that said the meteor must have been made of material tougher than iron to survive its trip. Okay. So he wants to recover the... uh, Loeb believes it may be an artifact from a distant alien civilization. You know, sounds like like somebody saw Nope. (laughs) Pretty much. You know, the last time I heard of a of a rock coming from a different solar system and landing in, in on Earth mm-hmm. was in uh, Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. And we got into a war with with uh, mm-hmm. mosquitoes for twenty years. Right. I don't want to go into that war. That war was trash. No, that, war that was, was a trash yeah. war. Well, NASA has a, a mission to an asset uh, to a massive gold mine asteroid because they're trying to go get the. So everyone's chasing. Like chasing money is what it sounds right. like, or 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 or, mo- or movie plots. I mean, that, that, <laughs> seriously, like, like gold like, asteroid that's don't look up, right? It's like don't look up. Like, literally, why that everything went to shit and don't look up. They could have deflected right. the the fucking asteroid. They're like, no, let's bring it close to Earth so we can get the minerals, get the gold. Out. Okay, right. I know but why. You, you got you got to like the you like got like the rich guy as soon as they're like oh you know we messed up he he's out of there he already had a backup plan <laughs> he oh, like, yeah, he <laughs> I got a ship waiting for me no problem <laughs> they landed on some planet and uh, sh- <laughs> uh what's her name oh my god I'm having a complete meltdown who is the president oh uh, yeah Meryl Streep Meryl Streep I oh, keep calling her Cheryl Streep but I knew that was wrong <laughs> Meryl. And Meryl <laughs> my alien. No. Yeah. That's a little different. <laughs> naked, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my yeah, God. they were all they were all naked in the ship. Yeah. Oh wow. 
All right, Meryl Streep naked. I think I might go watch that movie. That's a that's a that's a that's a common trope in uh, in sci-fi movies that something about space. Everybody got to travel naked. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sci-fi tropes, uh, orcas have sank a sailboat and ram another on the same morning. Scientists are looking for answers. Reports back. I got the answer. I got the answer. Free Willy. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. These these goddamn things are called killer whales for a reason. Let's let's not, let's let's not play the let's not play the semantics game. Call them orcas now. No, bitch. These are killer whales. That means they are designed to kill and eat whatever they see. They do it to dolphins all the damn time. I watched a video where they tossed a dolphin in, or a seal in the air just to fucking play with it. I mean, dolphins are rapists, though. So hey, <laughs> they're all black and white rapists. I, I, multicultural rapists. That's all the sea is full of. That's it. But uh, but again, these animals are not designed for uh, to be around people in their ha- in their regular habitat. Orca the ocean's attacks. too goddamn big. Orca attacks have sometimes immobilized sailboats, but local media said that in this instance, it caused so much damage the vessel started to sink. Five crew members who were on vacation per the sun made it onto life rafts and radioed for help. A nearby fishing vessel was able to rescue them. I kind of get that. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, see a sailboat, you see. Fuck Captain Ahab over there. Thank their battleship. Yeah, yeah, because I mean these dudes are dropping stuff in in our house in our home all the time. Fuck them. You know, it's like, hey, I'm Team Orc. Although this is marks like a concerning string of like animal attacks. We had that that elephant that like murdered that lady. That murdered and re-murdered that woman. Yeah, and then there was like that. There was like was it? There was some place where like monkeys were monkeys on monkeys on a rampage in Japan. Yep. yep. And now orcas are, are killing them in the sea. So we got land, the trees, and the sea. But you know, ele- elephants, elephants got a right. They should be killing all of us. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've seen this trend now. I mean, we always thought that evolution took a long time, but there are elephants now in the wild that are being that are that are growing without tusks. They, oh, they developed the survival mechanism not to have tusks anymore because we've been killing them so much. So I, I mean, elephants, yeah, they they got a right to fuck anybody up. I think the, tus- the tuskless elephant was getting all the. Uh... Oh my god, that's a movie plot. <laughs> like it would be like an aliens came tomorrow and started hunting humans mm-hmm. for like how attractive they were. So like then and then only eventually the only like ugly people left. Right. Okay. Is, is is this is this an adaptation to the new prey? Is it is that is this a movie theme? Is that what this is? I mean, hey, it's like this everything thing. we talk about could could have come from a script. That's could be a movie. movie. I'll see how many more could we get. <laughs> uh, Whole Foods CEO John Mackey says he believes it's a privilege, not a given right, to be able to do meaningful work in your career. That's it. Well, he works for Whole Foods, so. Right. But you know that's what that's what they want. That's what they have to make you believe. You know, I mean, yeah. that's how they that's how they get people to aspire to be janitors. You know, it's like we need we need we need we need, we need menial workers. You know, yeah. yeah. Younger people aren't quick to work because they want meaningful work. You can't expect to start with meaningful work. You're going to have to earn it over time. Younger workers would beg to differ. Yeah, they everybody believes that they can start off in what they want. Right. Why else did we go to school and do all this dumb shit in school right. to just be do menial crap? 
Like, but, I agree. But let's be honest. You know, a CEO of, of Whole Foods, there is something that these guys can do to tip that scale. It's like, <clears throat> all right, you can't do meaningful work as your job but you can get paid, you know, it's like, and that's the deal is they, they want you to realize, they want you to be able to take in, I'm not going to do meaningful work and I'm going to keep this, you know, $5 an hour job. It's like, no, you know, back in the past, people didn't get to do meaningful work, but you know, a guy who was a, a garbage collector could, could have a, a two bedroom house in the suburbs and raise his kids. Right. You know, that that's where we're getting away from is we're getting away from, the, the other side of the coin, you know, and and, yeah. and I think these guys are looking at okay, I can't do meaningful work, and and I also can't get paid. Well, wait a minute, you know, yeah, yeah. What's the point, man? A February LinkedIn survey of eighty percent of job hunting Gen Z workers said they were looking for roles that better aligned with their interests and values. By comparison, this figure was fifty nine percent for millennials, forty nine percent for Gen X, and forty seven for baby boomers. Right. You know, the interesting thing is that it's the CEO of Whole Foods because Whole Foods is now owned by Amazon. Yes. Now, yes. the CEO, not the owner of Amazon, but the CEO mm -hmm. of Amazon makes 6,500 times the average employee salary. Right. <laughs> that's yep. like 6,000. I mean, that's like, okay, you working for Amazon, it's just a regular worker. You got to work 6,500 years to make what your make CEO what? made in a year. That's what's wrong. That's yeah. what's wrong. It's like, okay, if I can't do meaningful work, at least I should be able to get paid enough to have a meaningful life. You know, that's, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Here's the here's the real problem. Uh, Gen Z workers haven't realized that this is a futile gesture. There is, <laughs> there is no such thing as a company that that is going to do that. Like it's no. not like even if you think it is going to align with your uh, with your with your interests and values, it won't because somebody's going to make a decision that that you're not that empowered you to off. do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it's someone's going to make a decision that's about money and not about you. That's what it is. I, I applaud them for maybe maybe them being a little more uh, de in demanding of mm. their employers will will help shift that. But right. I, see, this goes back to being being the millennial viewpoint of we're just like saw it all burned down. Like it just, <laughs> we're so funny. That we just like, that's not going to, that's going to be that way. Like we, ha we have the same, we have the same mentality that Gen Z does. We just tired. Right. Cause yeah. we know. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm old enough to know if, if you work at a job and they start calling this a family, they're just, they're just saying that to get ready to fuck you. That's what it is. You know, <laughs> welcome to our family. They're about to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is a West Virginia family. They're going to bend you over. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, 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 they're only doing that so they can have joint birthday parties for everybody in a birth month. One month. Yeah. They get yeah. one cake per month. January, on the first of the month, we have a birthday party for everybody. That's right. That month. Here's we, we, we family. You know, sometimes family don't pay allowances. <laughs> that's, what <it> is. <laughs> that's what it is. It's like we family. We don't got to pay you. <laughs> Oh man, we're gonna get out of here, Joey. Yeah. Oh, all right, man. It's been a fun week, man. It's been a real fun chip. Where can people Thanks find having you, guys? Where can people find you, at, man? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Chip C H I P P J, and on IG at Chip C H I P P Jones J O N E S. Awesome, Joey. Where can they find you? At? 
uh as always at lafaro comedy l-o-f-a-r-o-c-o-m-e-d-y and you can always find us at comedy shows near dot me on instagram www.comedyshowsnearme uh near dot me on the web awesome awesome you can find me at djmarcus.comedy on any of the social media platforms you click on dot comedy you will find dj marcus and our other host candace you can find her just candace on all the social medias so just pick just click it on man have fun with us you can meet us all online you come out to some of our shows just have a blast with dot comedy because dot comedy is here for you and we will see you next time folks for more fun and more thrills on the dot comedy podcast